Hello and welcome to the Economy Bytes podcast. The podcast features the latest market and economic updates from the economics and sustainability team at PwC Middle East, as featured in our monthly Transforming Our Region webinar. In this episode, we hear from Richard Bokshaw, partner and chief economist at PwC Middle East. What I wanted to do really was just touch on two, two broad issues. The first one was the current economic outlook in the GCC, which by and large remains very positive. Now, the story is a little bit more complicated than we've seen in previous years, where it was just very positive across the board, certainly in the GCC. It's got a bit more complicated, and I'll try and unpack that in a moment. And then I also want to highlight two risks, two clouds on the horizon. Hopefully they'll blow over, but they're just starting to form. And I think they're important for us to just understand what's what might be happening. So in terms of the economic outlook, it has been very positive. As we know, we came from 2022 in incredibly good shape. The GCC average growth rate was 7.7% last year. Now, top line growth rate is actually going to dip from that very high number of 7.7 to a more modest 2.9% across the GCC as an average in 2023, and then maybe pop back up to just over 3% in 2024. That's what current forecasters are generally telling us. Now, on the face of it, that suggests that we're sort of facing some kind of economic slowdown. But actually, the picture is a bit more complicated. And really what's happening is that we're seeing this separation between what's happening in the oil economy, which is very important, of course, but then also the non-oil economy, which really is the better indicator of the underlying health of the economies in the region. And really on the oil economy, as a result of slowdown in demand relative to expectations, and we've seen some of the decisions that OPEC have made in recent meetings to cut production, to try and hold up the oil price, all in all, what is happening is oil revenues are starting to come in a bit softer and growth in the oil part of the economy is slowing down. Nevertheless, non-oil economy is remaining strong. It is slowing down a little bit from last year. It was just over 4%. It was nearly 5% last year, and this year it'll be just over 4%, but it still remains pretty positive. And we can see the continued momentum showing up in the high frequency indicators like the PMI indicators, which I often refer to. Now, a related topic is inflation and interest rates. And I think finally, we're seeing a slightly more positive noise coming out on interest rates. So on inflation, the story has always been about what is happening basically in the US and some of the other major economies, which have had very high, persistently high inflation for a while. And obviously that has led central banks and most importantly for this region, the Federal Reserve, to go on a very aggressive rate hiking campaign. Now, for the first time in a long time, the Fed announced earlier this month that it was pausing its rate hiking cycle. Now, that's great news, generally speaking, for lenders and for the economy more broadly. It also signaled that maybe there'll only be one or possibly two more rate hikes to come over the course of the remainder of the year. Now, that matters to us in the region because we just import those interest rates and higher interest rates uh, bears down on the cost of servicing our debts and how much it takes to take out new lending. So that pause in uh, interest rates in the US should come as a relief to our non-oil economy in particular and again help to 
support momentum in the non-oil economy. So that was really the key points I wanted to make on the economic outlook. In terms of the risks, I was just going to highlight two risks. The first risk I've not got a chart on, but it's worth just mentioning, is there appears to be a slowdown in China. Now, everybody had hoped and economists had hoped that the Chinese economy would come back to life through the course of 2023. So far, it's not really worked out that way and economic growth in China remains sluggish. And so there have been various announcements from the Chinese authorities to stimulate the economy. The reason that matters is, again, China are particularly important in a number of areas, but oil demand and oil consumption in particular. So the oil market has already been soft and that was against an expectation of growing China. China does not grow as anticipated. I think that will lead to another round of softness in the oil market and again, pushing down on the oil element of the economies in the region. So that was the first risk. The second risk slightly related, but this is just come up over the last few weeks, which is a potential deterioration in the fiscal position in Saudi Arabia. So they announced the Q1 numbers a few weeks ago, and for the first time for a long while, there was a deficit, small deficit, 0.3 on here. I think really just this is something to watch out for. It's not a major problem that a government will run a small deficit. It's when they become large and when they become persistent that governments have to take corrective action, which then can have an impact on the economy. We're not seeing that yet, but it is something to watch. And really what we're seeing is the shortfall in the fiscal position is driven by quite a big acceleration expenditure. So oil, non-oil revenues have been strong into the government coffers, but actually expenditure has just accelerated away. So that's just something to watch. It does not mean that it will damage the economy, but if it starts to become a problem, then government might take action. Thank you for tuning into this episode. Tune in again next month for a new episode of Economy Bites.